Welcome to Coffee, Beans, and Booze. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Shyla. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for Coffee and Booze. Clink! Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm sun zapped today. We were t-balling, and man, that sun, it was it was hot. It's been a hot weekend. It has been a hot, it has yeah. been a hot one, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure t-ball is zapping your uh, your senses in the sun. In I remember those so days. many ways. Yes, it's zapping me in so many ways, but it's been fun. It's, it's been yeah, a Yeah, and you still have a few more weeks to go. We do. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. been a youth baseball week, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to get beyond that, but we're uh, tomorrow is mm-hmm. a, a barbecue that we're doing in conjunction with the Karen Cupboard and baseball and Palmyra Theater. And we should talk about how we landed there, right? We like, should. We should. Like why, so, why, like the Venn diagram mm-hmm. of people. <laughs> so, you know, life in a small town and particularly like fundraising in a small town, mm-hmm. we talk about this often that we don't want to like over zap the same people over and over again. So yeah. we try really hard to to focus our energies in these things that don't tap all the same people. And I think what we have found over time is that the people who support civic baseball, like our family, as mm-hmm. well as theater, our family, and the Karen Cupboard, our family, mm-hmm. and all of these things that, that all kind of go together, um, is not unlike many small town families, right? right. They're, they're supporting many things. And so when yeah. we can come together, and when you have a really strong fundraiser, like a chicken and pork barbecue, which is such a very, is that a Pennsylvania thing? I, I I mean, I, is that an everybody thing? I don't know. What growing up in the Altoona area, do you know what was popular? What? Ox roast sandwiches. That's hideous. That's absolutely <laughs> terrible. Uh, maybe it's not. Were they good? Uh, I shouldn't say I that. Actually, right? Were they it, good? It's beef. Oh, it's okay, beef. Yeah. It's not like ground beef, though. I actually don't even really know technically what Oxford. I mean, it's it's a beef product. Um, All right, so we it, need to find a recipe. It's we more like this out. yeah, it's more like a chipped beef but not oh, like not like cheesesteak chip beef okay. like it's it's sort of um it's more 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 moist that's a gross word um, <laughs> you know it was really popular but, when i was a kid spaghetti dinners oh they were yes. like the oh, thing yeah. and that you know was, yeah. it was always interesting to see who was running them because whether or not they knew like the best way to do this or not and i can remember my mom vividly like almost going off on somebody in a good like because she had a good intentions not in a bad way because like this person was like dumping out the water after oh, each yeah. one instead of like taking out the pasta from the right. water because that's the only way you can keep it going fast right. enough kind of deal and the person just didn't know and she right. was like uh, 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 i don't mean to step in here but like we got to change this up here a little bit yeah deal well the oxford Um, thing Mm -hmm. an oxford sandwich i'm gonna all right my mother is going to bring us oxford (gasps) so that we can try it Mm -hmm. yeah because um holland's meat market which is the meat market close to my parents house they still sell it you can buy it by the pound uh occasionally she'll bring it for us and the thing is you, you either you're an a mustard or not like oh. either you eat it with mustard or you or eat plain. it plain but nothing else no barbecue sauce right it, else. I okay. mean I, I guess you could I mean presumably you could but like that's but no, just not does. how that's It'd not how it's eaten yeah ox, so it's definitely just a white old like roll mm-hmm. with the st- stuff heaped in it with some mustard or not alright yeah. well that's mm-hmm. cool well I'm a little happy that we're not having that tomorrow but I'm sure it's delicious <laughs> I'm sure, is it good did you like them as a child I actually do like oh, oxers I'm sure yeah. I like it too I know I yeah, shouldn't yeah. have had that reaction I'm sorry like it's 
who am I who's like not into new things? Because I love new things, you know. But well, it yeah, does sound but, pretty hideous, ox roast. No, like, but, it's, as, you know, eh. but it, but it's you know, yeah. it's interesting when we approach having a, a fundraiser like this. There's a certain amount of minimum that you need to sell, and right. what happens is that that one organization, like Palmyra Theater on its own, would probably have a challenge selling that minimum. But also, we overlap so many people and right. so many other things. And this idea of coming together to celebrate what each other does, I'm super excited. Like, yeah. I love it. I love I love talking to Derek and, and talking about civic baseball because it was such a big part of our lives. Yeah. And he and I were just talking about that last week. Um, we had a student go and work the concession stand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he offered me money from the concession stand and was like, well, you had a Palmyra Theater student do this. And I said, but my Palmyra Theater student is also doing this to support baseball and to do this. Right. We talked about it at, at Gold Star graduation on Friday about that. Yeah. That's one of the things is that the theater organization is about collaboration. Right. Just like civic baseball. You know, it's yeah. about doing for others just like the caring cupboard. And, right. and so there's all these components that go in. And so I love a, an event like this that not only did it help so that we could be successful in this, and we're going to make some money off of right. it. Like, you know, we're going to be able to pay for the fall playwrights through it, which is yeah. like really awesome and tangible for the students. So right. I love the part where I can teach them a little forward philanthropy. Yeah. Thinking. And we yeah. were able to also stack on Palmyra's mm-hmm. Great Give. So give that a little bit of press yeah. too. Um, because, you know, it's been me and you doing mm-hmm. a lot of the heavy lift over the last couple Especially of years. Especially during pandemic Because of COVID. Even, yeah. It's totally not yeah, because so. anybody's, oh, no. you know, it, it's, it's it, there's no blame there at all. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope to have a little bit of swag there. We've been selling tickets. Um, salsa has changed my life. Yeah. Not so the salsa food. Salsa is your, not not the food, although we like us some salsa, right? Um, but but salsa is the, the mm-hmm. platform that you're using for many things, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So they have uh, the CRM side of things, but we also um, have the engage side, uh, which is... Uh, ticket sales and event registration and all that good stuff. So it's actually really nice because it talks to everything. Yeah, I'm a little so. jealous. Not so much for Palmyra Theater because I'm able to kind of handle a whole lot of that. Even even though it does have quite a, um, a fundraising arm to it, but GiveGab typically can kind of handle a lot of that for me yeah. during Palmyra's IQ. But the Playhouse, I kind of wish where, where we have a new ticketing system and there's different viewpoints on um, customer relation management. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of education coming up here with some of our mm-hmm. volunteers and why mm-hmm. it's so important to not just sell us something, but to capture sure. the information about those donors and those individuals and, and ticket purchasers yeah. and, and pieces. And I think um, that's I think not always a, an easy thing for people no. to understand. It's totally right? a battle and not in a mean way, but like yeah. we have people come and they want to drop off food for, mm-hmm. for the care and cupboard. And, you know, I really try to train the volunteers to say, hey, may we provide a receipt to you one, so you have a receipt, but two, so we can thank you mm-hmm. for... You know, and, and if you don't frame it in that way, many people will just walk away. And so we miss a whole segment of people who are supporters mm-hmm, of us, right. who we can't in any way, shape, or form have contact with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I totally hear that. And technology can be a huge barrier. Yeah. So it's like the volunteer. In fact, I need to tap your brain a, bit, a little bit about this because we, we have a little bit of volunteer. Um, I don't want to call it education because our volunteer coordinators are, are wonderful at, at sharing information with our volunteers, but I would love to give them some sound bites to help make their job a little bit easier. And mm-hmm. I think you guys do a really great job of this. But not just the education of that, but also there's a big technology piece here. And like yeah. when you change systems, yep. it's rough. So the fact that Salsa is talking to other systems yeah. is huge for you, right? Yep. Is it talking to GiveGab now? Did you just tell yes, me Yes. They went <sighs> to, so GiveGab just joined uh, forces with every 
action. Mm-hmm. Every action uh, is like I think the second largest platform for mm-hmm. uh, philanthropy in the U.S. And I just got an email last week that Salsa is also going under Every Action. Excellent. So all of the gifting, I don't know if it'll be this year, but right. hopefully in the future, because that's part of the problem, right? The more that you get away from mm-hmm. your CRM, the the less cap, the more capture you have to do personally, right. and that's personal time. And, and that's and ultimately you yeah. want it to if the automation and the technology can truly say, yeah, this person's a donor, yep. but they also went to this event right. and they also bought the barbecue exactly. ticket. You know what I mean? It all starts exactly. to, to make your life a whole lot easier and have so a much time. easier. So, yeah. Yay! I'm happy yeah. for you, friend. This is a really good thing. So, yeah. So it's exciting. Um, I feel like I'm at this place in my life where the nonprofits that I'm working with are all sort of in different phases and different places. Yeah. Might be kind of interesting if we talk about that sometime in the future or maybe through um teaser maybe through a little bit of online content we could share with our listeners a little bit about like you know what's the appropriate technology for the different places mm. you are as mm-hmm. a nonprofit because that's huge it's it hard is. it's so hard yeah, yeah scaling mm-hmm. is a it's it's a challenge yeah. it's a challenge because there's there's uh an overall level of buy-in that you have Mm -hmm. to you have to have right you have to have a buy-in from your board your constituency your volunteers the folks who utilize your service you know it's Mm -hmm. it's just all around you know it's it's tough and at the end of the day it allows two really important things which is accountability to things to Mm -hmm. to us what our efforts are best put towards to our organizations um but also that ability to be thankful I mean, I will tell you, there's a huge piece to that. Like, there's the accountability on our side, but mm-hmm. the accountability to say to other people, we appreciate so much what right. you do. Um, we had a big, Palmyra Theater had a big induction. We did we did inductions, rank changings, new season announcements, and something we called Gold Star Graduation mm-hmm. all together on Friday night. And we don't usually do Gold Star Graduation with the parents there as well. It's usually something we do during our, yeah. like, you know, student party. You've been there for it before at the end of the season. Um, and it was actually really humbling to do that in front of the parents and then have the parents have the opportunity to give feedback to us a little bit afterwards the amount of parents who really got the opportunity to come up and say you know what a what a difference is made but I was able to then say the parents you know my my, um, one of my lovely students Jaden you know we call her beep beep boop boop Mm -hmm. um you know um and she uh to talk with her mom and and really say I I thanked her mom I said thank you for sharing your child with our community like the amazing wonderful things that she has done and and to watch Jaden be a mentor to other students has just been incredible and we don't always get that opportunity so CRM's help with that these personal right. events help with that and all, yeah. all around it's great yeah yeah so stuff. have you ever sunsetted a uh, fundraiser uh, and I feel like this is like such a good topic because mm-hmm. COVID has made things so different it's changed yeah. the way we look and we we see and we have feelings about in-person mm-hmm. events mm-hmm. so yeah. so we have sunsetted things like the tchotchke sales stuff like mm-hmm. unless a parent comes forward because you can imagine except that beef sticks i said oh beef sticks <laughs> are the shit no <laughs> like i live for it and i love it palmyra theater has become uh synonymous with certain things beef sticks and easter eggs i don't know what this says about the us beef, but it's true the beef stick uh beef stick fundraiser is the bomb yeah. Yeah. it really is you know why because the profit margins so right. good on them and they're easy for kids to sell we got that idea from from a daycare that I yeah. we used to that was go awesome. To. Yeah, that's fantastic. Like, but you should do this, Jasmine. You yeah. did, and it's been very successful. Yeah. So we don't often sunset programs because you know why though? Because we vet them. So right. they are vetted through. They must do two things. They have to be related to the students and provide direct benefit to the student. And I don't mean just financial. So we do a lot of things that, like you know, it's a performance opportunity for them to grow skills, mm-hmm. or it's an organizational opportunity for mm-hmm. them where they have to map out the courses for you know Easter eggs and delivery and all of these types of things. Like there has to be that 
and it also has to have a pro, uh, a revenue margin that makes it worthwhile because we're always taking because time away from things. Because you talk about impact versus Correct. workload versus revenue, right? Always. We Those have to. Those are the things you have and to look so, across. Yeah. yeah. So for us, it has to be related to both the student experience and the revenue experience and worthwhile. How about you? Are we mm-hmm. are we sunsetting chocolate covered pretzels? Is that going oh, away forever? Well, here's the, you know, here's the challenge with cover, chocolate covered pretzels. One, they're in demand. Two, the revenue stream is good. However, it got so big yeah. that can we handle the workload is the problem. Because it, this does not have to do with, you know, and what's funny about this is you'd ask how does this benefit the students directly? Um, it helps to create a, a real support network of their parents because oh, it's yeah. the one event we do each year where we yeah. say it's a parent event a parent creating event. them. And that's been really a wonderful so thing. So the backstory we'll to that is that <laughs> yes. I told Jasmine one year that I would make chocolate covered pretzels mm-hmm. and she could sell them. And it I don't know. the first, wildly successful. The first like, yeah, year was like, meh. Like it was fine. I could handle it. Year two got a little bigger. Year three, I had full blown seven tables in my house, mm-hmm. dipping pretzels until 3 a.m. And, and then we I like, was never preg- again. Then I yeah. was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, first of all, like my back can't handle this because I always had giant, I carried giant all the time. Uh, but then I was like, now it's even bigger and I I have to mm-hmm. put up the white flag. Like I need help. Yeah. So for two years, I think mm-hmm. we dipped pretzels at the Karen Cover, but we also did, yeah. we also added, um, like a Chex mix, a savory mix, mm-hmm. and then we did a sweet mix, mm-hmm. uh, which was like a peanut butter based one, yeah. which was a lot of fun. And you did, we did make a lot of money. We did really well with it. We made yeah. a lot of money. We had, a, and, and it really was a great way to engage because for us, engagement um, of parents, you you need to give them a very specific thing to do yeah. um, and ask them to do very. So it was a really nice specific mm-hmm. ask, and um, quite honestly, we made it a sort of an adult piece. We didn't have the kids help with that, um, which was kind of nice because it allowed them to bond and support each other. Then because it is a lot to have your students involved in such a, um, a, a program that is that is high achieving like that. And yeah. so it was really a good thing. So we'll have to figure that out in the fall. Um, to be quite honest with you, we never had a fall. We had to decide that where we were also doing a fall play. Oh, that's so true. we have a little bit more going. That doesn't mean that's a bad thing. It yeah. is. It was a very nice um, before Christmas sort of event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year we did the ornament making before Christmas, oh, which yeah. was actually kind of nice. And I did those myself, but I wonder if that's going to get too big and I'll, yeah. I'll suffer and the same we'll thing. Have to, How about yeah. you? What have if, we have you sunset it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got to a point where what we realize is the Karen Cupboard has a lot of supporters um, and a lot of people who are so fantastic in, in being present in what we're doing. We just have a really hard time getting people to events. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there are certain things that happen through the year. So we really tried to tailor down. We used to do this dinner. You talked about spaghetti dinners. We used to do possibilities. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I still have nightmares. And drop them off I still have nightmares <laughs> of possibilities. And like, the idea of possibilities was really great. The execution of possibilities was a challenge because mm-hmm. some people saw it as a community meal and some people saw it as a fundraiser. Right. So you'd have a family of seven come in and, and give $5 and maybe that's all they could give, mm-hmm. which is what it is, right? But then you'd have other people come in and, and write a nice check or other people who wouldn't give at all mm-hmm. because they didn't understand that sure. there was... It, it was so mixed messaging, maybe. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. a ticketed event. We mm-hmm. just let people come as they, you know, yeah. as they wanted to, that kind of thing. So I think it was just, there was a lot of mixed messaging. And the last year, I mean, the other mm-hmm. the other things we did not do well was we never sought sponsorships. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, now we're at a point where, like, we're starting to think about before we say yes to an event, do we 
have a major sponsor lined mm-hmm. up. That's important, right? Um, we didn't do that well. We just, there were things that yeah. we, on the organization side, we just didn't do well, and I own that. Um, now, this was before I was even anything to the mm-hmm. Karen Cupboard. I was just a volunteer, so, you know, the, there's that. But, yeah, so we have a hard time getting people to things. So possibilities of sunsetted. I don't um, think that's going to get any easier after COVID. I think right. there's going to be so much competition to do so many things that we are really going to have to think about what we're doing. And I think people are recalibrating, right? Do, do I want to make myself so crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We've been thinking about potentially sunsetting the golf outing. This is the 14th mm-hmm. golf outing this year. Um, over 15 years old we didn't have it last year but again it's one of those things it's it's the same supporters who have been incredibly generous and so wonderful and coming but you 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 know you're tapping the same people what I find is golf is a very specific group of people right Mm -hmm. like you have to know how to golf and also have the time and the cash flow to be able to do it so well and for you you know you also are about building awareness, and mm-hmm. I don't know that that's building awareness. It's a and very that's what kind of happened with, with possibilities. Yeah. Is it wasn't it wasn't impacting in that way right. that you were getting? And for you, at the end of the day, people need to know about you right. not just to support you, but to right. use the services. Like yeah. it is not helping if it's not. Right. And so you might be hitting that same wall. Yeah. Speaking of hitting walls, mm-hmm. you're you're a superhero. Oh, e- I'm not hitting ego. those. I'm not hitting those walls. I'm scaling those walls. Oh, right. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Because this week's personality <laughs> test was, are you a superhero? Are which really, a which should have been, what superhero are you? Oh, because, yeah, right? yeah. The superhero the quiz.com. I'm actually tied between Spider-Man and Iron Man 80% each. Okay. How this happens, I don't know. But 80%. 80%. I'm both of those. I know. Oh, so I'm super yeah, I'm super this. So right. it says that you are intelligent, uh, witty, mm-hmm. a bit geeky, and have great power and responsibility. That might have been the most accurate personality See, test we've that taken. we've done so far. <laughs> All right. So what is yours? I want to see if yours is as accurate. Okay. I am Superman. <gasps> Ooh, well, you are super I think you're superwoman. Uh, <laughs> you are mild mannered, good, strong, and you love to help others. It's actually super on point too. Am I mild mannered? You can be. I mean, unless you're like Shyla. What did Derek call it last night? <laughs> Shyla Phase three, three. Point, three. Phase Three. Three point oh, I don't Sh- know. Shyla Phase Three. I think is what he called. Level Three. Level Three. That's what he called it. He was like, because we were like, level up. Level up. We were playing that game. Yeah, we were playing this yeah. great game that Jesse found on TikTok. Live, and uh, laugh, lose. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. indeedy, it's true. But yeah, so we are superheroes. And you know what's funny? I do find this to be probably the most accurate of all of the personality <laughs> tests that we've done that's pretty uh, good the bottom of mine the hulk mm. i'm no, i am no hulk i am 30 i'm like 35 percent down at the bottom hulk what's your bottom my bottom is catwoman only 15 percent no leather suit for apparently i don't like to fight women enough that's oh, one of the questions that was so these are interesting <laughs> questions let's talk about this it was like are you good at one thing uh, I, yeah yeah the very first question was do you like to fly yes do you like to fly <laughs> I mean, like in an airplane, yes. Do you know um, what's funny, though? I said I like to fly, then, like, 100%, but yeah. it's got me scaling walls. You're scaling walls. So you're I was flying on the, on the... Is that how that's going? Lines. I don't know, but it was it was a good time for sure. Well, anyway, speaking of good times, yeah, our our interview today was pretty awesome. Yeah. So Jen Cuzo, yes, um, she's so funny because she got down on herself about some technology because we were going to join up with her a couple weeks ago and we had yeah. to make some technology changes uh-huh. and she she got some some different headphones and I different things it, like that. It, it was great though, and I think there is no land that Jen should yeah. be down on herself. Not she was at all. Absolutely mm-hmm. awesome. I'm so excited um, for our listeners to hear all that she does for our area, like specifically. Promoting our area, which yeah. was so cool and new and innovative ways. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. So, Jen, take it away. 
Hey, Shyla, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well on this beautiful yet toasty day, but yeah. it's a beautiful one. And I love a day like today where we get to talk to wonderful people. Yeah, we definitely front loaded our season three schedule. So it's been a little while since we've it been has. back in the uh, the podcasting with other friends. So it yeah, it's a good time and yeah. we love it. We yeah. love it. So I'm super excited for our listeners today. Yeah. You know Jen very well. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead? Yeah. So we're excited to introduce Jen Kuzo. Um, lots of things. But one of them, um, you're the director, right, of Visit Lebanon Valley. Is that right? President. President. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, that's even better. Here's the president. <laughs> I like it. Um, There's so, only two people, though. Oh, so it's right. not that great. <laughs> it all depends on those two people. That's and since right. you're pretty dynamic, I think yeah. they're pretty lucky. So why don't you go ahead, though, and yeah. give an introduction for our listeners so that they can uh, they can learn a little bit about you. Oh, sure. Well, I'm born and raised in Palmyra. Um, I'm a product of Palmyra High School. And uh, actually, my mother's a product of Palmyra High School, and she was a Gingrich. So we have roots going way back um, many, many years. And her, her, her parents were from the area as well. So I had a thirst for adventure and went to um, college for tourism, actually, believe it or not. No, not too many people have a tourism degree. Um, and I was headed to, to school for to, uh, to be a dentist, actually. Oh. And my aunt talked to me and she said, what do you want to look in people's mouths for every day? <laughs> and I'm like, she's right. Some people don't even brush. I don't think I want in there. <laughs> so I chose the career that, that didn't pay much, but was much more fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, What's your passion? And I'm like, I love traveling. So um, I didn't have any ambition on being a travel agent. I, I wanted to do something and ended up right out of college going into uh, work at the Marriott and, and ended up being recruited by Hershey Resorts and was director of tourism for their resorts as well. Mm. Um, and, and one thing led to the next and, you know, that's how it goes. But you catch the fever and you, you mm-hmm. just want to share a good news to people and, and help people enjoy their area. So and, I guess and truly we are so I was just talking about this with with my son because he just got back from a cross country little journey. And he was saying, you know, we are so like spoiled in this area because there is such beautiful tourism right here. We really are a destination and that's not just Hershey, that's mm-hmm. the whole area. And so I would exactly. imagine that living in this area has been really wonderful for your career in tourism. Right. And when I was in my 20s, all I wanted to do when I graduated was get the heck out of this area. <laughs> um, but as you as you mature and raise your family here, it was a beautiful place. And mm-hmm. it's great that we have access to New York and Philly and Baltimore within an easy day's drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet, you know, my husband um, works for Bear, uh, Bear Aspirin, Bear mm-hmm. Pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. in Myerstown. They relocated him three years ago over to Indonesia. Oh. And he had a six-month stint there. And I went over to visit him. And even before then, we have traveled extensively all over the, the world. Um, but being in Indonesia for several months mm-hmm. and then coming back, just coming off the turnpike and driving like with one hand down 322 <laughs> and seeing the beauty of the farms mm-hmm. and nobody around, I'm like, oh, 
I can breathe again, yeah. you know? I was just nervous over there. There's so many people in such a condensed area. Mm-hmm. It just makes this area just so much more beautiful. Yeah. Well, and it is truly yeah. visually beautiful. Like, you know, it's so picturesque. Mm-hmm. I always think that like every place else I go, I'm like, oh, they must have like so many paintings on their walls of of the of what the space is. But you know, because you go in so many homes here and there's like beautiful rural pictures and a lot of people are into photography in this area. And you know, I just assume that that's something everywhere. And it, it really isn't. It's mm. just that it's so absolutely stunning and beautiful. So um, how great is it that you have a job that gets to bring people here to this area that you clearly love so much, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When did you start at, at uh, Visit Lebanon Valley? It's not been, you've been there for a few years, right? Four years. Four years. I've okay. been there four years. And okay. before that, I was with uh, the Palmyra Library as development right. director. And uh, and that's how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is how we got to know each other. And I'm just wondering, <laughs> was there any time in your career where you took time off to be a mom? And is that how yes. you ended up back at the... Okay. I wondered if that was true. So... Exactly. Oh, I am a Gemini through and through. I am <laughs> um, disjointed and have so many passions and so many careers. I taught, um, I coached the varsity boys tennis team at Palmyra for about uh, four years. And uh, when my kids were playing mm-hmm. and um, I, I felt like I was on that that treadmill for so long with the kids and running on the soccer practice and going everywhere. And I was working in Harrisburg and I just said, I need a break. Mm -hmm. So I stopped working, came home, started going nuts in about a year. So (laughs) I opened, (laughs) I opened an interior design business with a friend of mine and we did, um, we called it change your space and we did room rearranges and we had a great time doing that. But because we did that based on our own time availability, Mm -hmm. I could coach tennis and I could be at all my kids sporting events and be there when they got home from school. And that was really special. It's important. So did you find that leaving the professional space of like you had jobs in your chosen career path, leaving and coming back, was it challenging for you to find something? Do you feel like you You lost time and space? (laughs) Yes, you two know this, but Mm. I am technically challenged. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop. You're doing just fine. You did just fine. No, yeah. I mean, way back in the day, I had a secretary who who used to, every job I've ever had, I had a secretary. Well, that position is kind of eliminated at this point. You mm-hmm. type your own stuff. And so I am so, uh, whatever the side of the brain that is not um, technical and more creative, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's 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 fumbling around a little bit till I catch up with society and boy these zoom calls through for the pandemic of you know oh I've it's been something for sure right you know, but, yeah. but I find too you know you know my position I my full-time job I, I work in in technology and so what I find though is that thankfully people will say I need some help here help me get this going and and that kind of thing and and proof of your being perfectly fine with technology today yes. Jen you know absolutely <laughs> yeah, you know just reaching fine. out and saying hey I, I need some help here and not being, you know, not letting that hold you back at, mm-hmm. at all, you know, yeah. so which is great. So, and I know it doesn't hold you back at Visit Lebanon Valley at all. So, um, oh, no. not at all. Yeah. So can you tell us some of the, the like major priorities, major, you know, projects that you're super excited that you get to work on with? Oh, with sure. That? The first, the first thing I did when I got there, I realized that, um, 
we were able to get a grant from the pipeline company that was going through. So I applied for this grant and uh, I thought, what am I going to do with this money that will benefit the Lebanon Valley? So I actually created the Explore the Outdoors uh, Pocket Guide. It's a field guide and we divided it between hiking, biking, kayaking, and wildlife. And instead of listing every possibility in the Lebanon Valley, we ended up just doing like your top four trails that mm-hmm. you should check out for hiking and top top four or five spots for, for kayaking and, and tubing mm-hmm. and just lots of fun things. And, you know, when we realized going through this, there's so much more than, mm-hmm. you know, we take it for granted when we see it every day. Oh, absolutely. And um, mm-hmm. producing a nice little piece like that and honoring some of the great spots. You know, it's not just the rail trail. There's so much more. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um that's that's that was a, a feel good moment for mm-hmm. us. Um, the other thing, you know, we also want to promote family fun. So what I did is I designed these self guided itineraries, and really for the hotels when a family comes to stay overnight and then goes to the front desk and says, "What am I supposed to do for the weekend?" Or mm-hmm. my husband's working, I've got to take the kids somewhere. Where should I go? So we created family fun itineraries. We created uh, shopping and antiquing itineraries. Uh, We created a history trail. Um, I created a downtown architectural walking trail. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband and I did a trip to Chicago and did the river uh, architectural river cruise. And I thought, how can I recreate this in <laughs> Lebanon? And I'm like, you know, there's some gorgeous buildings. Oh, absolutely so stunning. Work- yeah. And and you don't realize it until you actually walk the mm-hmm. path. Because driving, you know, you're worried about the safety of driving mm-hmm. and the other cars out there. But walking it, you really get to look up at the buildings and see that yeah. structure. And it's boy, absolutely it's, true. It's real. Well, and it sounds like you need to give yourself some credit because, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're you at this point where you're like, well, I'm not technologically and maybe I haven't kept up, but you're innovating, you're innovating (laughs) and you think through and think about how you can apply. It sounds like much like how my brain works. Like I go somewhere and I'm like, wait, how can I recreate this? What can I do to make this a thing? Well, it's that inspiration, you know, and I I think really smart leaders Mm -hmm. open themselves up to look around for that inspiration. Not everybody does, you know, and I think, I think you've brought so much creativity here and there's just, there's so many things I'm excited to talk with you about because I I love so many of your (laughs) projects and things, but, um, and it is interesting that there's so much history in this area and there's so much to see and do and not just for visitors who come into the area but the people who live here you know and, mm-hmm. and it's so funny um my son's a, a, he loves to kayak and I know he was so thrilled to have so many suggestions because it's you know there's all these little pockets of places that you can pick up and go and you don't know until somebody tells you yeah. so it's quite amazing right. so um one of my other favorite projects though of you I represent the coffee beans around these part is is your your java <laughs> journey um mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about how you started to think about that you've been doing it for two years here and even through the pandemic, you continued on through mm-hmm. that. So can you tell us a little bit about that initiative and maybe where the inspiration came from? Sure. Um, it's it's like a little coffee crawl throughout mm-hmm. the county. And I was kind of mad that people were saying, oh, we don't have a Starbucks. And, you know, <laughs> truthfully, I'm not a coffee drinker, which is kind of weird. Um, oh, so that's it's okay. Unusual. We drink other so, things, too. Yeah, so yeah, it's okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I do. I do drink other things. <laughs> but <laughs> I understood everybody that I mentioned it to and I kind of field tested 
every now and then, hey, would you ever consider doing a, a coffee crawl of some sort? And then we came up with Java Journey and we came up with a cool design. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mission behind that was let's support the local mom and pop businesses Mm -hmm. and let's make people go from one end of the county to the other. Mm -hmm. Let's not make it easy. Let's make them go from Palmyra to Myerstown to Mount Gretna Mm -hmm. to Jonestown and all throughout Lebanon and see some of these great little mom and pop coffee shops that are doing locally crafted beverages. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing so much more than coffee and they, a lot of them do baked goods and, and wonderful things. So mm-hmm. it, it, was a, it was a test drive two years ago, and it was met with overwhelming support. Everybody loved it. So then COVID hit, and we thought, do we do it? And the coffee places said to us, you better do yeah. it because we're counting on well, that. And it we was need so that support. Neat too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it was so neat, too, because like I know, especially that first year, like we made a thing of it because in our, in our county, you really can drive from one end to the other in an hour mm-hmm. and back kind of deal. So we would leave work. We would go to Myerstown or we would go wherever. We would get our stamp on the beautifully designed passport. It was absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Collect all our things and do all of that. And we really did get to know those, those different places and these nice little shops and all of that. And it, I was really excited when you continued to do it through COVID because I think it gave us a reason to go out and see these specialty drinks because so many of the places had an identified specialty mm-hmm. drink. You could get anything that you wanted to to get your stamp, but in honor of Java Journey, they would have you know a special mm-hmm. something. It was really great. Yeah, no, yeah. it's cool. It was super cool. I did yeah, them, the secret but drink. I always forgot the passport or whatever. <laughs> oh, I kept whatever. the passport in my car. I was a mess. That was, I, my, that I, was what I did. It is not my forte, keeping myself together <laughs> like that. So, yeah. but, the, but the beverages were delicious. Yes. I mean, Regardless. I'm all about coffee. It's fine. I will. Yeah. Yes. But the, and yeah, and the cups this year were, were very nice. They were travel the, cups this year. It was really awesome. The, they the, were the mugs. Oh, this week they were the mugs. Yeah. Oh, the first year was the travel cups. See, I'm confusing. Yeah. They're both on my desk. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. So Well, we, we mm-hmm. thought that the, the travel mug, we didn't want people with COVID bringing mm-hmm. it into the coffee shop. We thought, no, 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 you stay home and drink your beverage. No, absolutely. Get it to go. And then, yeah. No, but I think so it, it was thinking, really great. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking next year we need to try something new. And we have these great, really cool design t-shirts. So I'm thinking maybe we can try yeah. to figure out something else. Um, but truthfully, you know, it was funny because the second year as COVID was was all around us, we, we let it let the secret out and teased it a little bit and then next thing you know we were sold out in mm-hmm. like one weekend i believe yeah. it That's all the crazy. mugs were gone mm-hmm. quite honestly i think there's probably a market for like a nice cup like i would buy something mm-hmm. that i would invest it in, like you know uh maybe yeti style or mm-hmm. something like that because i i use those all the time right mm-hmm. but to pay maybe you know a little bit extra maybe you have two tier kind of thing like you yeah. know the extra extra special club i just want to feel special like because i won't actually do the passport so like <laughs> I just want something. She's that... already admitted defeat. You haven't even announced what next year is. Okay. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's super great. But, it, but it's been really great. But um, I know you have some other initiatives and things you've done as well yeah. along the way here. Yeah. You have a favorite project, too. Yes. Well, yeah. The uh, Lebanon, Lebanon Lily. Do you want to tell oh, our clinkers about about that? It's kind of, it's cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. So, my husband and I are going out for dinner. We're going to the Rising Sun. So from our house, you know, we go through a um, past in the net, mm-hmm. big soccer uh-huh. facility. And there's a gentleman's house, just a residence that has these statues for sale outside by a little fence. And we passed that. And I looked at my husband. And I said, 
I'm going to buy that cow. And he goes, <laughs> you've lost your mind. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the board, I said, I really want a cow. I said, sure, it's the number one industry in the Lebanon Valley. And it, we pay homage to our farmers and our roadside mm-hmm. stands and all the work that goes into the healthy, wonderful foods that we have and and see every day. So I said, this is a great item. It's just a fun piece for the office. But this was a black cow with yellow udders. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, just whatever, get the cow and get it to the office. We can deal with that. It's all, mm-hmm. you know, extra cosmetics. So I ended up contacting an artist, a local artist from Myerstown, uh, MJ McFalls. And she I said, would you make this cow pretty? Would you make it black and white like a Holstein? Would mm-hmm. you make the udders probably like a soft pink or blush, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would you give her big eyelashes? You know, I want her to look sweet. So she came in and did a makeover on the cow. And the kids were coming through. Oh, it was like an Easter Easter event maybe two years ago. And we did a naming contest. Mm-hmm. So everybody put a name in, in for, for the cow. And, you know, some people said, Mark. I'm like, it's a girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one said, oh, the mayor's name. I'm like, well, that's not right. No <laughs> woman wants to be called. You know, yeah. I won't let that happen on my watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, Lily came up a couple times, and I love the alliteration mm-hmm. between Lebanon and Lily. And I thought that's that's the name. And in history, Robert Coleman, who was the the royal family, the Colemans were the mm-hmm. royal family of of Lebanon way back then. His first wife's name was Lily. Oh, so I, I thought, didn't even okay. remember that. Oh, there's oh, yeah. so much folklore around there the Coleman is. family. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know when weird. I did Leadership Lebanon Valley um, yeah. through the Chamber of Commerce, one of the things we did was a whole historic day, and I loved it. Like, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Actually, it's funny. I came home, and I said to Mark, Saturday, we're going back, and you're going to go through all this stuff. And it was just so neat to to learn so much about the Colemans, to yeah. see so much. And then when you actually drive around, and you can still see the buildings they lived in and the things that they had, and Coleman Chapel, and all, all these different things. And yeah. so that's so amazing that Lebanon Lily has that tie back. That's fantastic. But it well, didn't stop there. So then, it didn't stop with the no, statue. It didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had the cow. Everybody's coming in for selfies. It's been a nice <laughs> little injection of fun. And um, we're on vacation at the beach, and it's a rainy day. And I'm sitting there at my computer thinking, I, I don't want to be at my computer. What am I doing? But I started thinking, you know, I think I need to do a children's book. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I'm not certainly as literary as I think I'd like to be, but um you know, I said, I'm going to write this book. So I contacted my friends at the at the Palmyra Library, Chelsea and uh, Amy, Miss yeah. Amy, mm-hmm. and um, said, I'm going to write this book. And would you look at it and tell me what's going to work and what's not going to work? And, you know, you're better at this than I am. So I wrote the whole book and they made a couple edits. And Miss Amy, of course, said, you can't have a cow eating Lebanon bologna at the farmer's market. That's like a Carnivore, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I hadn't thought about it that way, but she's kind of right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on. It's a comical cow, right? Uh-huh. It's a cartoon. No, no, no. And I said, okay, you're right. I think that was a really good point you made. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, so it became a children's book. And it's a great marketing promotional piece with a little shameless self-promotion in the back. Yeah. But 
we sell the book for $10 and that hundred percent of that, all $10 goes to the Lebanon County library systems and, mm-hmm. and they divide it between all uh, five. I think there's six libraries wow. in the Lebanon County. So how many, each how of the many libraries, books have you sold to date? About 400, I think. Wow. Amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, and hopefully more. We'll have That's to put a amazing. link. I think we can buy them online. We'll have to yeah, put a link yeah. over for our listeners so that they can they can buy some Lebanon Lily books. Yeah. That's wonderful. Actually, all the libraries have them. Oh, so amazing. they can buy them directly. You know, if you buy it at Palmyra, mm-hmm. the, the the money stays with Palmyra. Oh, fantastic. They oh, that's keep so wonderful. the money. Wow. So what kinds of fun things does Lily do on her journey? She, she eats some Lebanon bologna, or she doesn't well, eat Lebanon bologna, but does, maybe she visits the Lebanon bologna no. factory. <laughs> we mentioned it, but mm-hmm. we didn't have her eat it because, you know. Carnivores I, I was, yeah. I was told it was, <laughs> yeah, it's not good practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even opera fudge was a little iffy, but, you know, as a dairy product, but we got oh, away from the yeah. opera true. fudge. <laughs> yeah. I worked for the Department um, of Agriculture for a while, so I totally understand this because we did a lot of making sure that commodities were aligned correctly. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. So, yeah, so what kind of exciting things does she do in the book? So Lily has a thirst for adventure and escapes from her pasture and runs down the rail trail. And then she visits Cornwall Iron Furnace. And then she goes to the farmer's market downtown and samples some of our Lebanon Valley specialties like mm-hmm. um, opera fudge or Shuey's pretzels, uh, Lebanon bologna. It was mm-hmm. just kind of rarely mentioned. And then she, <laughs> <laughs> she uh, goes for her first boat ride in Memorial Lake. Mm-hmm. She passes by a roadside stand and eats some apples and goes to Union Canal Tunnel and starts to feel a little tired and, and ready to go home and finds her way back to Farmer Smith's Dairy Farm, which actually is my neighbor, Dave Smith. Dave, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah Dairyman named Dave. After yes. Dairyman Dave. He does all the farm show milkshakes yeah. and everything. Which are so popular. He, I'm actually going to have one tomorrow yes. because he will be at a, at a fundraiser that we're running for multiple organizations in the area. We have a, a barbecue going on yeah. and the milkshakes will be there. So yep. that's so exciting. Well, he's the best. So mm-hmm. I named him in the book. I tried Love to it. keep it as locally you know, mm-hmm. focused yeah, as awesome. we could. And um, Lily realizes there's no place like home. And, uh, you know, there's more to do in the Lebanon Valley than she ever realized. So now I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. what will she do next? Mm -hmm. I'm already thinking possibly, but we did just come out with a bilingual edition of Lebanon Lily. Awesome. That was wonderful. Yeah. So we have a, a, a very much of a Hispanic community mm-hmm. in Lebanon, and um, we got a sponsor to actually create the Hispanic version. Oh, but fabulous. it's a bilingual mm-hmm. edition, so both English and Spanish. And it, you said that you're you're thinking, what's next with Lebanon Lily, right? So there may be some apparel rolling out, like. Oh, I'd love to do a. a I see little sweatshirts with the Lebanon Lily logo on and. <laughs> Lots of fun things, but uh, maybe in the second book, Lily falls in love. I'm not sure. I'm thinking maybe over a milkshake at Patch's Family Creamery. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> Just an idea. So many wonderful <laughs> options because there's so much. There's so many wonderful things in our area that you know. Yeah. Part of me feels like we take for granted, but I also think that we're like the first people to say, "Hey, have you been here? Hey, have you done this?" Oh, you yeah. know. And there's so many, yeah. so many wonderful things in our area. It's. Uh, Truly wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Truly wonderful. It is. So, it is. you know, we, we have talked about this a lot. Uh, Jasmine and I talk a lot about, you know, women in leadership, um, the, the, the 
uh, Dutch culture, heavy Dutch culture, Germanic culture, um, and and the idea of like always doing the same because we've always done the same. And it sounds like you're not necessarily in that camp that you like to move things forward. Uh, so how has your leadership been met um, across the county uh, and, and what you're trying to do and achieve with Visit Lebanon Valley? Well, I have to say, you know, I report to a board. We are a nonprofit, so I am hand-tied. We are fed by um, funds from the local hotel tax. Mm -hmm. That's how we make our money. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I share some of that money with other entities, so I have to live off of what's left. Um, So we're constantly looking at ways of doing more um, through collaboration with other organizations. Mm -hmm. We tend to, I I prefer that actually. Um, I think it's it's much more powerful and you get to work with different people. And I I like to lift other people up. I like to see other people succeed and uh, mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about really us promoting uh, different businesses and and small entities that need the spotlight they need the limelight and it's our job to shine it on them so they have a chance to succeed and then we all succeed what is that saying that the rising tide lifts all ships mm-hmm. I think yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that's 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 what I think is the most important. Yeah, but we, my we share never that with you. We often say the same. You know, yeah, there's room for everybody at the table. Yeah. You know, there's room for everybody. And the bigger we can make that table, the more impact we can all have together. Yep. Right. And it sounds like you definitely uh, prescribe by the same <laughs> thoughts for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm even now working. I'll give you a little tease on my oh. next project oh, cool. is um, involving beer with my friends all the breweries yes and there's so um, many wonderful breweries in our area um to choose from and mm -hmm. so that's so fantastic so she does the java journey now she's doing a brewery Mm -hmm. tour pub crawl kind of thing so you're a Mm stand-in for when we need a another host that's right coffee coffee beans and booze she does it (laughs) both i I love it Mm, that's fantastic yeah (laughs) for sure yes although i do know or you might have mentioned that uh, well, Jasmine's question may not be one that you can readily answer. I know. Should we go ahead and kick off <laughs> yep, our questions here? So. All right. So, Jen, we answer. <laughs> we, we end each of our interviews with the same three questions. And I get to have the first one of that because I do, like I said before, I represent the coffee beans in this relationship. Um, so what is your favorite coffee beverage? Well, it's not really a coffee beverage. That's I'm okay. sorry, we'll, but we'll I let do... You cheat. <laughs> I do a chai latte. Mm. Does that count? It absolutely sure. counts. And yeah. there okay. are uh, several of your participants of the Java Journey um, have ha- mm-hmm. have a delightful chai latte, including uh, the Swatera Coffee Company that has two locations yes, in Lebanon do. County at this mm-hmm. point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which is so fantastic. I've been to both. And the first time I went to the one in Myerstown was due to the Java Journey. So there you go. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Jonestown. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, look That's at me right. not knowing my, my Lebanon County as well as I should. There we go. Jonestown. It's good it's thing right. you guys are here. We're Absolutely. Forgiven. Well, Shyla, you get question yes. number two. Question number two is uh, Jen, what's your favorite adult beverage? Mm. Well, I know it sounds a little stuffy, but champagne by far, hands oh. down. Always in the fridge. There's always a bottle cold. Um, even my mother, who's turning 85, comes over and she said, "Should we pop a bottle?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> said, Her mom's yes, a volunteer. Yes, it's Champagne Tuesday. 
Your I mom's love a, that. a volunteer. Yeah, that's Your like mom's how a you made the connection. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's Champagne Tuesday. I love that. Champagne's yes. good for any day. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> I like it, Jenna. <laughs> Your place for sure. Why didn't we do this interview at Jenna's house? What the heck? You know? Next yeah. time. Next time. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, hey, we have a pool. Oh, oh, we'll be over. Give us 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Jen, our our final question. um, Thank you for taking time to to be here with us today. It's been really great to hear all of the things you have going on. But uh, the final question we have is our favorite question because we think it kind of gets to the core of what we're trying to do here. Uh, And that is, uh, Jen, what's your passion? Mm, My passion is uh, paralleling with my job and saying that, you know, there's so much to do in the Lebanon Valley. I, I, I don't want people to say, oh, there's nothing to do because that's only because you're not looking. Um, support the home team, support the local businesses, um, your neighbors that are working hard. Let's, let's, let's all succeed by, by supporting each other. I guess yeah. that's my passion. I love that. I know. It's a wonderful <laughs> passion and we so appreciate it and all that you do in our area, Jen. One of the, you know, the most wonderful part of Coffee Beans and Booze has really been able to share with the world all the amazing things that happen here in our small town so that hopefully they're all appreciating all the amazing things in their small towns. So my hope today is that people are reinvigorated with their hometowns after hearing today's episode. So yeah. thank you so much for your time. <laughs> yes. It's been an absolute delight. Thanks for listening. I'm Shyla. And I'm Jasmine. And we're thriving in a small town. It's caffeinated and Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.